Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier, and I am here with my man, Jim Clack. What's up, brother? Hey, Corey. How you doing, bud? Thanks for having me on the program. Yes, sir. Actually, I'm really shocked. I don't normally get people's last name right, but I think I was successful today. Yeah, pretty good. It's Jim Clack. It sounds like Cal. Oh, dang, I was close. It's German. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a popular name, but it is in my family. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jim, what... So you look, let's just dive into it. You have got, you've got a pretty unique spin. Well, if you want to tell everybody who you are and a little bit about yourself, go ahead and do that. And then I'll yeah, ask so, you. So I will tell you that I got married 25 years ago to a wonderful woman. Her name is Robin. I've got two beautiful children, Jimmy, who's 22 and Ashley, who's 20. So I am a, a husband and a father, and I'm also very deep into helping home service professionals get their image out there and their name, not so much by building logos and so forth. I started a company back in 2005 called Checkapro. And at the time, it was like a local Angie's list. And I've expanded it through my experience in radio and podcasting. So I started in Houston, Texas in 05, but now you can find clients of mine coast to coast. And what I specialize in is exactly what you and I are doing today, using video and podcast to bring that contractor, the owner of the company, to the forefront. So, you know, Corey, when you want to buy something from someone, you generally want to buy from someone you know, like, and trust, right? That's right. Yeah. And that's what we do. When we produce these videos that we put into podcast form, which are on Spotify and Apple and Amazon and Google, These are short three to five minute videos where we profile not just the owner, but we talk about frequently asked questions. I'm going to pull a book out here called They Ask You Answer, which is a best-selling book by my friend Marcus Sheridan. And Marcus Sheridan back in 09 had a home service company, a pool company, which he still has interest in. But if you remember, Corey, because you were young back then in 09, in 09, (laughs) there was a banking crisis. And his company, River Pools, almost went bankrupt. So he scrambled and he started to experiment with blogging and videos and asking frequently asked questions in the form of video on his website. So that's the they ask, a frequently asked question, what a homeowner may ask, and then you answer it. They ask, you answer. We use his system to do the same thing. So for instance, let's say that I'm talking with a plumber on this podcast. 
And a frequently asked question could be, what's the difference between a tank and a tankless water heater? These are frequently asked questions. So not only are you getting it in text form because we do transcribe it and there's closed captioning on the video, but also you're hearing it directly from the owner of the company. And chances are you're going to buy from that individual that you see. So after you see that, you scroll to the next video. And maybe the next video is what's PEX piping? I don't even know what that is. But you watch the guy again and you're like, boom, Marcus Sheridan found the longer people spent on your website watching videos that you've produced, the more likely they are to engage. And then something more exciting than that, maybe, or the next thing is this next book. I've got books. Books are amazing, everybody. I suggest you read them. And by the way, I want to give some books out here on the program, if you don't mind. (laughs) And so this book, I wrote the foreword of this book. Written by a buddy of mine, Tom Decker, attic insulation guy. When can you do it? In one year, we tripled his business from over $800,000 to $3 million using this process. And the when can you do it thing is like this. Think about this, everybody. Homeowners are people who collect information. Wouldn't you want them to collect more information before you actually drove 45 minutes an hour to the sales appointment? Because when they do that, and you go out there and they already know who you are, what the products are, all the specifics of a job, maybe even what it could cost. All you want the homeowner to ask is, when can you do it? You don't want to spend another hour and a half to find out they can't afford it or it's not the right product or service for them. Fascinating. That's So one thing that I think, too, you mentioned, you know, when people can hear that homeowner or the contractor talking, but they're also seeing in video. Right. So in Google picks up the transcript. So you're really hitting, you know, as a kinesthetic person, you're hitting all the senses right here. See, well, maybe not smell, hopefully, but yet we're working on it. So it, it really, it indexes on Google. It indexes. So whenever you put that out, and obviously YouTube is owned by Google. So assuming that the YouTube, would you put it on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. So here's really cool. Okay. And I'll give an example. One of our clients is A1 Garage Doors, Tommy Mello's company. You may know who Tommy is. And so we built a website. It's a podcast site specifically for this. It looks a lot like his website. So it's an A1 Garage Door podcast site. And when you go to it, you'll see all the podcasts listed there. Now, once they're there, we can then put them on your social media. So they can go onto your Facebook page, onto your YouTube page. We put them on Apple Podcasts and TuneIn and iHeartRadio and Spotify. You go down the list, probably on about 25 apps. And then here's what's really cool. I think you'll really like this, Corey. We put backlinks on each one of those placements. So you'll get a backlink from Amazon, from Apple to wherever you want, which should be your main homepage, not the podcast site we built for you, but your main site. Interesting. I I have to figure, I got to ask how you do that. Or maybe you could tell me, maybe it's a longer conversation, (laughs) but it's a longer conversation, but certainly if you want to learn more, you can contact me and Corey, I'm sure we'll put information in in the notes, but Corey, let's get up uh, back on another zoom call you and I, and I'll explain it, but I'll, you know, I can explain to anybody. And actually that's a good question. I should probably create a video and, (laughs) and post it so everyone can learn, but I don't want to give away all the secrets, but you know, it's like anything else I can show you how to do it, but you probably won't do it. It's kind of like a plumber, right? 
A plumber can do a video all day long about rebuilding a toilet tank, but most people won't do it. Some will try, fail, hire the plumber. Some won't even try. They'll just hire the plumber. That's right. No, I totally agree with you. So there was something else you said that really struck my brain. Okay. Yo, you said you mentioned how much more likely is it for the homeowner to do business with you if you can answer all our questions before you get to the house, right? So I'm going to take that a step further. What if there was a way for them to interact with that homeowner through a bot. And when most people hear bot, they think yeah. that's weird. Yeah, because yeah. It's, yeah. there's a lot of bad ones out there, a lot, most of them. But what if you could also book the homeowner from that video to the bot, right? They see the video first because that's going to be the most attractive. And then there's a bot down below that speaks like Tommy Mello, for example, since we brought his name up. And it books straight on his calendar. That's, that's, what that's cool. And that's what's great about collaborating with other tech companies or individuals such as yourself, because things are changing so quickly now. You and I have talked about AI and a lot of people using chat GPT and so forth, but a lot of people don't know how to apply it right. So we can all play with it. It's like an advanced Google. You can go in there and start typing stuff and you can have, you know, you could write a script or you could write a paper for your class, which you have to be careful. It might get That's in trouble. Right. Depends. It depends on your professor in the school. So it, you know, it's amazing. But you know, people like you, Corey, and other professionals out there are really working on how to apply AI, and sometimes plug it into something that I do. Yeah, hundred percent. Almost, you can plug it into just about anything. So I don't want to make this conversation about AI because it's about what you're here for. So. Let me ask you, what made you think about the video idea? What kind of sparked that in your brain? I'm just curious. <laughs> I have to be very honest. I will tell you what sparked in my brain. So I'm going to back up a little bit, and then I'm going to tell you what happened. So I started doing radio decades ago to promote my own business. And then I started promoting home service professionals on my radio show. And then it went from broadcast radio, which I still do some broadcast radio for some clients, you may have heard of Cody Johnson from Garage Door Doctor. They're actually part of A1 now. And so in any case, I you know profile them. Also did the same thing with Tom Decker's company, an attic insulation company. And it's kind of a uh, infomercial, but it sounds like a radio program. And we make sure that we give away something for free. We make sure that there's only so many of them left. So there's, you know, it's scarce. People want to act now and they had the fear of missing out. So I went from the broadcast, which is audio on predominantly AM and FM radio, to podcast and audio. And I'm doing the one for Tommy Mello. And so I'm on a call with Tommy one day. And he's like, you know, this is really great. Love what you're doing for us with the podcast. But I want to do video. And I said, well, that's not what I do. Jim, you're not listening. I want video. And I said, yes, sir, Mr. Tommy Mello. So Tommy is the one that actually pushed me into going into video. So hopefully I look good because I'm a radio guy. I'm not meant to be on TV, but here I am. So that's the story. And that was a couple of years ago. That's fantastic. You know, what you, it feels like what you do, it almost is a referral, right? That we all know that referral is the best way to get business. And if you're interviewing the business owner and asking the business owner questions that he wants to answer that his that are most pertinent to his business. It's almost like a referral, right? 
Yes. Yeah. So what I like to tell home service professionals who are interested in doing something like this is, look, you can do your own videos. As a matter of fact, they ask you answer will tell you how to do everything on your own. In other words, take your iPhone, you know, do selfies, take videos, have someone in your office do it. And you can go around saying how great you are. Right. So, you know, a picture this. You know, ABC Roofing here, we've been in roofing since, you know, Jesus was born. And we, you know, won the AB Pinnacle Award six million times, and we have eight billion five-star reviews on Google. We're great. Now, the problem with that, Corey, is the homeowner doesn't care about you. Everyone mm-hmm. cares about themselves first. There's, and I'm not even going to argue that one. It's true. So instead 100%. of saying how great you are, why don't you have a third party someone like me, it could be anybody that's not related to you that brings out the best in you and then puts you on a pedestal and says, this is a fantastic home service provider company. They're the best plumber or roofer in in you know this part of Arizona or Texas or Florida, whatever. And it it's a third-party endorsement. So back in 05, when I started Checker Pro, I told you it's like a local Angie's list or they call Angie now. And we pre-qualify all the contractors on the website. We check insurance, licenses, and references. So they're already standing apart from the rest of them. And the podcast, these are three to five minute podcasts I do just with that home service provider like A1 Garage Door Service, for instance. Okay, so we're doing one just for them. And so when I went from radio to the podcast world, I had an idea. I'll make it an excerpt from the radio show. So when I do an interview with, let's say it's personal plumbing with Bob Mueller, okay, I do something like this. Check a pro Joe here from the check a pro radio show. And I'm here with my good friend, Bob Mueller from personal plumbing. How are you, Bob? And he says, great. It sounds as though they're on the radio program in a video format in an excerpt of the long show. This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork, or boost revenue, House Call Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. To learn more, click the link in the show notes. Makes total sense to me. And I'll tell you, the other thing is, and I know you said anybody can do this, but can they? I mean, I say that because, you know, by you asking the right questions, knowing how to get it to flow the right way, that's not an easy job. That takes a lot of practice. That takes a lot of work to get to the point to be able to do that. Yeah, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. I've been doing this for almost 40 years. So when I was 18, I started radio at the local radio station on campus at the University of Hartford called WSAM. I was a freshman. I was 18 years old. So it was almost 40 years ago when I started radio. So it's like anything else, kind of easy for me. It is difficult for some people to be able to do exactly what I do. So I really have kind of these unique skill sets that I've put together 
And a little bit of an aside, because I love talking to people, especially young people. So if there's any young people watching this, take some advice from an older guy. Learn to do something that you enjoy and do it really well. So when you're old like me, you can be ahead of the pack because <laughs> most people aren't going to be that disciplined to be the best in their field. So I totally agree with you. All right. So how do you get people? And I know you, I would think you would agree with this. There's something about being on video that people just jam up. Like they just lock up. It's like they're in a different world or a different country, or I don't know what happens. How do you get people to feel comfortable in front of the camera? Well, I have to thank COVID because many people started to do video calls on Zoom or other types of programs like that, right? Because they were stuck in their homes. They couldn't fly to go see one for a meeting or even drive to go see a, you know, a client or a prospect. So people started doing Zoom calls. So I think people got more comfortable with that. And I'd like to think, Corey, that I make people feel very comfortable. So I tell people it's like dancing. A lot of people don't know how to ballroom dance. But if you take a great dancer, and I'm going to go back a long time, there was a guy by the name of Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire was one of the best dancers of all time. Anyone will look good with Fred Astaire because he knows how to lead. A really good dancer can lead. My job is to lead. So I tell people who aren't comfortable with this, I say, look, you know your business, right? They're like, yeah, I'm a plumber. I know my business. So you, you can answer these questions about water heaters. Yeah, I can answer them. I said, don't worry about anything else. I will lead. And if they start to fumble a little bit and they you know, fall down, I bring them right back up because that's my job. I'm the guy who's leading it, keeping it moving forward. And generally, all my clients look like superstars. They do. They're great. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now, you're also an author, right? I have written a book or two. The first book I wrote was called Meet Checker Pro Joe. And that book was written for the homeowner, but it was written by clients of mine. So it's written by plumbers and roofers and HVAC guys. And it, it was really kind of a neat marketing piece where they all wrote a chapter about their expertise and then their contact information was at the end of their chapter. But what's cool is the electrician gives it to the homeowner client saying, look, I'm published. If you need more information about me, it's in here, kind of like a directory with a story about me with tips, but also the plumber's information's in there. So is the roofer. So if they all give it out, you can see how the web works, right? In one community. And we did that in Houston, Texas. Very successful book because it gave them credibility and it was a cool marketing piece. Most recently, I've written a very small book. It's a mini book. And I will tell you, there's no excuse not to read this. Corey is smiling, but Corey will also agree that if I sent you these two books, which one are you going to read first? Probably the little one, because we like to get rid of the little stuff first, right? This can be read in like 23 minutes. It's 50 pages. It's called the Radio Pitchman's Podcast Playbook. And it is down to the point. If you want to know anything about the type of work I do for my clients and how to do it and what not to do, it's in this book. And there's also an audio version on Audible if you want to listen to it. It's absolutely free on Audible. And also, if anyone wants a copy of this book, I will send it to them. Just let me know. Perfect. I think if you're willing to give out a book, People should maybe go to your podcast also and check it out, which is, well, you've got several, but your main podcast is? 
I've got several, the radio pitchman.com. And the reason why I call myself the radio pitchman is I've made so much money pitching things on the radio. So a pitchman is like Billy Mays. Remember Billy Mays? He used to sell Oxy, right? Well, OxyClean. (laughs) He did Oxy, apparently. (laughs) Sorry. Ironic, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But in any case, he would sell the cleaning products. Billy Mays here, right? And so I did the same thing with a little less flash on radio. So I'm known as the Radio Pitchman, and I've now moved that into the podcast world. So that's why it's called the Radio Pitchman's Podcast Playbook, theradiopitchman.com. When you go there, you will see a little bit about me, but also you'll see some of our clients that are profiled there. So what kind of, you know, I know you took the one company from, I I don't know, eight. 800 to 3 million. million. So what kind of growth do you see with the video? Or did you see much of a difference between moving from just voice to video? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, as you know, because you're a back-end guy, guru, you know that Google likes that a lot. So video is key. If you don't have a video, it certainly can't be indexed as a video. It won't show up. So that's important. A picture's worth a thousand words or possibly more than that. And what I tell my clients is, look, we can do all kinds of cool stuff on the back end where Google will digest this. And when someone types in your name for it, you know, your company name, you're going to show up in all kinds of places. Hopefully when they type in, I have a burst pipe, you'll show up as well. But this is the most important thing. I tell people to use it offline. And they're like, what does that mean? You've got this library of videos you should have at the bottom of every email in your signature click here to see our podcast or to watch our videos also this is a great one think about this you're an hvac company and you're doing bids all day long and you're at this home and the homeowner is looking at four hvac companies you're one of them and Everyone agrees that they need a five-ton downstairs and a three-ton upstairs. That's been determined. It's been sized. Everyone knows that. But the price, the service, how long the company's been in business, the sales staff, the technicians, that's all different. But what if you said to the homeowner, hey, I know you want to make a decision soon. You're not sure who you want to hire yet. I know that we're actually $3,800 more. But look at all this great stuff. We've been in business a long time and you know we're going to give you a free service plan for the you know first five years, so on and so forth. But let me share something else with you. We do a podcast and six months ago, we talked about an install just like this one, a three ton and a five ton. Can I share that with you? Boom. You send that off from your phone to their phone. Now they see you again. I'm interviewing you. It looks great. It sounds great. The other guys don't have that. Can that make a difference? I think so. And it does. For sure. so, so that's a little less tangible. A lot of people want to say, let me see the numbers. Okay, that's fine. Numbers are one thing. But how are you using this offline? Be creative. You've produced this thing. Let's use it out in the field. Yeah, 100%. And what are the chances they're going to watch another video and another video? Probably pretty good because that may not answer every one of their questions. And it shows that technologically you're ahead of everybody else, which is not super hard to do in these industries. No, but I'll tell you something about 
the home service industry. And most people in home services will agree. They're a little bit behind than other industries. They're not considered techie. I have seen, though, in the past decade, a lot of changes. But you go back 10 years and certainly 20 years, and people were just turning wrenches. They didn't know anything. They didn't even want to know about websites. Because I'll tell you, back in 05, when I started Pro, a lot of my home service customers, my clients, didn't even have a website. And they said, how can I sign up with you? I don't have a website. I said, good news. Our website ranks real high. We can be your website for now. And I can refer you to someone who can build you one. This was back in 05. And believe it or not, in 05, a lot of small businesses were just getting a website. Yeah, I totally believe that. You know, you know website's unbelievably important, but at the same time, it's not everything, right? Nope. Meaning like it probably was in 2005, but I hear lots of times guys will say, you know, I got to get my website up first. That You do need to get a website up because it's kind of like a billboard. It's kind of like where people are just going to stop and check you out. But Well, it's your storefront, especially if you're a home yeah. service professional. People aren't going to come to your shop. They're going that's to right. and they And that's their first impression. Yeah, 100%. And it's got to, they got to be able to find you. You know, so the website's got to be right. But still, you've got to do stuff like what you're talking about to set yourself apart. Yeah. And actually, you know, it's interesting, too. When you have a website, what is the first thing that people see? It could be an image. It could be a video you put up. It could be a coupon. Obviously, your phone number should be up there. And by the way, your phone number should be there on the top right-hand corner, FYI. It should be big. Don't hide a phone number, for goodness sakes. People still will call. There should be a place to chat. There should be a place to book an appointment. But I also tell my clients this, with these videos, we have an embedded podcast player. We send you the code. It goes right on your homepage if you want. So one of the first things they see is you talking to them with me. Right. So it's use the technology today and reach out to people like Corey or me or other people who know tech in your field. I only work with home service. Those are my clients. So when you check out, you know, if you go online and you type in my name, you're going to see a lot of different home service companies that work with me or I work with in producing these videos on these unique podcast sites for them. And, you know, people like Corey and I understand the ins and outs of that industry. We don't deal in aviation. We're not dealing with attorneys and that type of stuff for the most. Corey might do some of that. I don't. I predominantly spend my time with home service. I've been in it for 20 years on this side of it. I've never turned a wrench professionally, but I own a small ranch and I've remodeled kitchens and bathrooms and I do all my own work until it gets to be a little much and I bring in you know professionals. But I understand how it works. I understand being on the homeowner side because I'm that typical homeowner that my clients are trying to reach middle-aged plus <laughs> be careful now okay <laughs> someone who owns a home that needs stuff done so i understand the homeowner side and all my clients are home service professionals you know it's interesting because the both of us have never turned a wrench professionally as you mentioned you know for me that that was a problem when i first started working with contract it's only been a few years but I always had this feeling like, almost like I didn't fit in. Almost like, well, do I really belong here? But the truth of the matter is, 
what we bring to the industry is very much so needed because most of the people, obviously, that we work with don't have the skills that we offer or maybe not as good as the skills as we offer. And they, vice versa, they have skills that we don't offer, right? So, yeah, yeah, it just took me a minute to kind of wrap my head around that. Yeah, but Corey, it's really not that much different than a homeowner calling a plumber saying I needed to fix something. You're kind of in the plumber's position on that tech side. So, I mean, most homeowners and contractors have nothing in common per se. They could, but chances they don't, especially if that homeowner's a white-collar professional, they're now further away from ever turning a wrench. I've kind of always been on the white-collar professional side in terms of what I do for a living, but I've always had tools in my hand since I was a kid. My dad introduced me to tools when I was just a little kid, and I work on things mechanically, but I actually less than the mechanic side, I really like to build and repair things. And so I can get away with doing a lot of things myself. But what's interesting is I find it odd because I'm so used to understanding home improvement myself. I find it odd when I talk to the average homeowner, they don't even know where their water heater is in their house. Right. They don't know how to turn it off. They don't know how to change the temperature. They don't know how to restart the light. They don't know anything. And I find that extremely strange because I know the mechanics of my house. Now, I don't know everything. So sometimes I have to hire a technician to come in. But guess what I'm doing? I'm following the technician around saying, why are you doing that? What's that switch for? What are you putting a meter on that for? (laughs) And so I've learned a lot as well. So I'm curious whose job that, you know, when we bought our house, like I was that person. I had no earthly idea. I had, I can't remember. I should really probably know this, but it was the the valve. It was, it's not a shutoff valve, but it's the sensor that if something goes sideways with the hot water here, if it starts leaking, I can't remember what it's called, but it essentially It'll automatically shut it down. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I didn't know where my main water was. I had absolutely no idea. So is it the realtor's job to tell us that? How are we supposed to know that? The home inspector. So when you buy a home, Follow that home inspector around. The home inspector works for you, the homeowner. And sometimes the home inspector will ruin a deal because they don't really care if the deal goes through. They get paid either way. Their job is to make sure you, the homeowner, the one paying them, is doing a job to determine whether or not you should go through with this sale. So I always follow the home inspector around and they will find everything and they'll say, hey, by the way, you know, a good one will say, hey, by the way, this is where the main shutoff is here's the electrical panel for this part of the house but actually i found another one over here this one appears to be for the pool equipment and they'll explain things to you and it's really important to have a good home inspector actually on that point do not skimp on the home inspector first of all always get a home inspection when you're buying a property and number two don't go necessarily with the best price Go with the best individual. Some people don't want to spend over $500 or $600. When I bought my ranch, there's barns and so forth. That was 10 years ago. I spent around $1,600, which at the time was considered a lot of money. But this guy wasn't just a home inspector. He was also an engineer. So he knew a lot and he came highly recommended. 
And I got my money's worth because I followed him around. He spent a day on the property with me. And oh. we found some stuff we wouldn't have found because it's an extensive property. How much do you think that saved you finding that stuff beforehand by having a good inspector? Who knows? Because there's been some times I've had to turn the, you know, the water off or wondered why the pool pump tripped and where are those breakers? So I would have had to hire someone to come in like an electrician to do that. So for me, it's really hard to say over the decade that I've owned the property, thousands and thousands, but I have peace of mind too, because this isn't the guy who's just checking off boxes. It's really not his responsibility. You know, two years later, if the house falls down, what am I going to do? It's done. You really need to have someone that you can trust. And you know, what's interesting is one of my podcast clients that we do videos for is a home inspector in Southern California. And he has cool stories because he he does a lot of high-end properties, millions of dollars. And so he's got some really cool stories, but he likes to do these videos as well. So he can tell people up front the importance of it. What happens if we find this, that type of stuff. So it's it's important to get a home inspection and to have the right inspector. Yeah, it's really not that much more money, right? Even if it's, you're talking 500 to 1600, that's not a massive amount of money for what you could say, what you're probably going to save in time, effort, whatever it's going to cost you to have somebody else come out. Well, sure. People are buying half a million or even today over $1 million properties in a flash. Everything's gone up so much. I mean, years ago, when someone owned a million dollar home, they were rich. A lot of people own million dollar homes now. So if you're spending half a million to a million dollars, why aren't you spending $1,500 to make sure that it's a good buy? You got to be crazy, but people just want it to go through. And and the realtors, especially, they don't want any problems. They want it to go through. One of the biggest problems realtors have is the home inspector because a home inspector can kill a deal. Absolutely kill a deal because he'll say, you know what? I found mold. Done over the homeowner's probably not going to buy it. Or, you know what? The structure's not that good. It's going to cost like, you know, $80,000 to shore this thing up. And the homeowner um, and the buyer says, I'm backing out because that's why they have that inspection period. That is a way for them to get out of the deal. And it happens. And realtors hate that because they want the deal to go through, obviously, so they can get paid. That's right. A hundred percent. Do you, would you normally recommend, you know, getting that inspector from the realtor? Cause that seems no. like it could be a slight conflict of interest. It is a conflict of interest. So okay. generally what I do when I hire a home inspector, I independently go out there and hire someone and I'll often spend extra money for them to drive an hour to an hour and a half in. So they don't have relationships in my community. So they don't, so there is no conflict. So if they're driving an hour and a half in, I'll pay for the extra drive time for the fact that I don't feel that they have any interest in that marketplace. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Fascinating. Okay. So surely you've got, some pretty funny stories about some of the people that you've worked with. You don't have to say the names, but what I'm just curious, like there has to be somebody maybe that sticks out in your mind that was just quirky or interesting to work with, or maybe even hard to work with. Can you tell us a quick story about that? Yeah. I'll first start by saying I no longer work with people that are 
not easy to work with. So I've gotten to the point in my career where I only work with home service professionals that I can see eye to eye with. And they can be quirky because everyone's a little odd. I'm strange. I'm sure. (laughs) Everyone's a little odd. Gosh, to answer that question, I mean, everyone's a character. And one thing that I'm blessed with is the time I've been on earth. The longer you've been around, the more you see and the more you realize that everyone's not the same and everyone needs to be managed differently. So I do a pretty good job of understanding who the character is that I'm interviewing and putting forth to the homeowner through the videos. And if they are like really like strange and have, you know, a strange tick or they seem odd. I try to smooth that out the best I can during the interview process. So they don't seem too strange to the viewer. And sometimes I'll, you know, sometimes I'll say, I don't think you're the best person to represent to the community. Do you have a partner or someone else in your organization that would really be good at this? And often they'll come to me and say, you know, I'm a little strange. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the one on the video. I like to have someone who works for me do it. If, If you believe that's the best thing, then fine. But in the home service world, there are some interesting characters. No question about it. No question about it. So, all right. So I think I ask you about your book. I think at the end of the day or at the end of the show, I should say, I think because we are getting close, you were wanting to you were wanting to give a few books away. And I would ask that people go, in addition to whatever your ask is, that people would go and check out, like I said before, your podcast, and then maybe one step further, maybe throw a review out there, because I think you're going to give some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I'm going to give some cool stuff to everybody. So, Corey, if you do me a favor, in the notes of your podcast, do you make sure that you put my email in there so people can email me? And so, like I do as the radio pitchman on the radio, I'll say this is a limited time offer. And the first five people to contact me will get the following. I'm going to give you my book. Okay. I'm going to sign it for you. I'm going to give you Tom Decker's book called When Can You Do It? Awesome book. I did write the forward to the book. Tom has signed this book. And my friend Tommy Mello has given me some signed copies of his latest book called Elevate. So the first five people who contact me via email, my email address, FYI, is jim at theradiopitchman.com. Jim at theradiopitchman.com. Signed book by Tommy Mello, signed book by Tom Decker, and I will sign my book. Read this first because it's the quickest one to read. And if you have any questions, let me know. I often, Corey, will help people over the phone or a Zoom call because they'll say, hey, look, I'm doing my own podcast, been doing it for three months. I'm kind of, you know, floundering a bit. Can you give me some tips? And I will. What I do isn't for everybody. It's kind of like home improvement. Some people insist on building their own, you know, let's say their own porch, okay, or their own shed in the backyard instead of hiring a contractor to build it for them. That's fine. But other people are like, I don't want to build my own shed. So I'm the kind of, you know, I'm for the guy or gal who wants it done professionally with our system. But if you're already doing something and you insist on doing your own podcast, which is fine, I can give you some tips on what to do and what not to do, including some really inexpensive camera options, microphone options, lighting options, because it's important that you sound good. Corey's using a really good microphone. That's important. It's important to have a camera. So some people say, hey, 
do you have a cameraman? I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, the camera follows you around. I'm like, yeah, it's a $150 camera. So I can tell you about that too. So reach out to me. Yeah, 100%. I love the camera that you use. I think we use the exact same camera. It's a game changer. It is. Yeah, 100%. Well, Jim, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate you, my friend, and have a great day. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.